Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. The madness is here. No, we're not talking about basketball. We're talking about the CHGO Cubs podcast. Luke Stuckmeyer, Prospect High School. Ryan Herrera, Elk Grove High School. Cody Del Mendo. Boondock. Uh, Salmon Valley High. <clears throat> that one. And the one and only Danny Rocket, Hersey High School. We have three mid-suburban league district 214 students oh, yeah. all on one podcast today and one guy from the middle of nowhere yeah <laughs> and one guy from <laughs> the middle of nowhere from the boonies of, of illinois yeah <laughs> so excited to have danny on board also known on twitter as san ranto or sun ranto right it, I, I as long as you are tweeting at me i don't really care how you pronounce it <laughs> that's right he's gone from outsider to insider to outsider to insider he's all with us and he brought his guitar because he wrote us one of his famous parody songs, which we are going to play later in the show. We'll yeah, do sure. a little bit later. Yeah, absolutely. How I'll, you been doing? We'll plug it in. Good, man. It's just like uh, been busy all winter, all winter long. I've been watching this Cubs team kind of get uh, pieced together over the. It's it's a whole different situation than it was last year, and I and I'm just kind of excited to see what we got, you know, going out. So. We've been doing the Sun Ranto show and talking all about it every week. And uh, as you guys have, probably talking about the exact same stuff. And I think as Cub fans, it's been interesting to be like, huh, this team might be all right. And then some other days you're like, huh, this team's not very good, is it? And then other days, you know, so I'm just excited for the season to start and, um, you know, get it out there. But and, and get winter over with. I'm done. Yeah. So yeah. It hasn't been so bad. Not a lot of snow, but we're okay. You know, we got, we got through it. We're in March. A couple weeks. Two weeks from today. That's it. Opening oh, day, yeah. Wrigley Field. Two weeks from, like, literally right now. Right now. That's right. First yeah. pitch. So yesterday I tweeted, hey, to all the countless season ticket holders who have let me know that if I ever want to buy tickets off them, uh, Danny replied, said, reach out to him if you're ever in need of tickets because he knows a lot of people. And he's not wrong about that. You, you do know a lot of people. Um, and you're kind of like the – I feel like, in a way, you're just kind of the the mayor of Cubs fans <laughs> that, like, live at Wrigley Field because he's the I feel Hughes. like you go out of your way to try and get to know Cubs fans, not from just Cubs Twitter, but just, like, even ones who are at the ballpark who might not be on social media. I, you, you're just kind of like that welcoming guy. And that, that's how I felt when I first met you. Um Probably like a couple years ago. I can't remember. But yeah, somewhere out in the bleachers yeah, over a couple in the, beers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Mai guy de- running around. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Trying and, to uh, cut down a cup snake somewhere. Yeah, cut, yeah. chopping up some cup snakes, stealing balls from kids. Yeah, we do it all. <laughs> yeah. Just, it, it, it's, 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 it's a vibe that I don't feel like you'd ever really see at other, uh, at a, for other teams around the league. So I, that's what, what kind of like what Danny is about is what makes Cubs fandom unique, in my opinion. So. It's awesome that you're here, dude. Well, thanks. I appreciate you guys having me here. Like, uh, you know, I, we, me and Luke worked together before, and re, we've been uh, hanging out in the bleachers a little bit, talking about the Cubs. I just, I love chopping it up with you guys, and so it'll be be a good time to just sitting here under the the bright lights of CHGO. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Yumper gave us a super chat saying, "Danny Rocket." By the way, the, uh, did I see that the uh, Bleacher Bum Band will be playing on opening day? Yeah, we're going to be over at Output Wrigleyville, which is mm. uh, it's just a little bit north of the field on Clark Street. We're going to go right after the game. Uh, we're hoping Bleacher Jeff stays sober enough to play. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's always the issue so on opening day for a lot of people, not just him. 
And uh, no, it's it's it was a lot of fun. Like last year, Jody Davis came. You know, like it was. Nice. You never know who's going to show up because there's you know everybody's around that day. And uh, no, it's going to be a good rock show. It's free. Um, so we'll probably start. You know, actually, now that I think of it, post game it might be about three thirty, three forty five yeah, when nice, we start. Nice you know, early. with the pitch clock, and and the cold and the rain. Um, so no, it's gonna be awesome. We'll do about an hour set and rock it out, and it's free. And just come on by. They got real good wings there too. So eat those and watch us. I I've do never like actually wings. been to Output, but I, I mean, but to be honest with you, I, the only bars that I've gone to north of Wrigley on, on Clark are Trace, yep. and right uh, and Bernie. Mm-hmm. So those are like the only two that I've consistently have gone to. So yeah, no, Output's out. cool. They've been real good Lo- to us. As Yoxies. Yaxies, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. G Man, you know, there's there's a lot up there, and I live that way, so I always go that way. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, that place is really they've been real good to us. They let us kind of do what we want in there, and that that's important to a guy like me. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can do what I want. Oh, sweet. Then I'll, I'll be over here. Then I don't like the rules so much, you know. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the good news that Seiya Suzuki playing a little catch? All right. And taking dry nice swings, thing. Cody. What what are dry swings? Well, I assume they're not wet swings uh, stuck. I mean, I, that was my first uh, question was, what the hell is a dry swing? Uh, but I'm glad to see he's swinging the bat. Yeah. The thing is, like, they still haven't confirmed he's out. But if we're two weeks out from opening day and he's, if, I guess he's barely starting to take dry swings, that, does he, has he taken them today or he, he's going to? Whatever whatever the update was, he's taking Both. dry swings. He's, not, he's taking non-contact swings. Yeah. If you if you expected him to be ready at the start of before opening day, like and obliques are weird too, right? Yeah, I mean, you can so just tricky. you can, you can have, that can just nag, and if and if you don't wait, you don't you know get it healed, yeah. and then you could be op- and they rushed it, and you just be right back on the shelf, yeah. you know. Well, that was Nico, Nico in twenty twenty one. I think he had the strain, and then like was coming back, and then like had tightness or something during a, 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 a rehab game. Like, he tried to come back and felt so – I think that's the way it went with strain and tightness, but it was like that kept him out for a long part of the 2021 season when, you know, he's as, – as after Javi Baez gets traded, he wants to be, the you know, the shortstop, and you're losing all that time to see what he's got because of the oblique. And so, yeah, tricky. And, yeah. and it's different for everyone. Doug's yeah. taking this too seriously. Yes, a dry swing is one without any balls to hit. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. I was today correct. years old when I heard what a dry um, swing was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do want to point out, this is what happened to me yesterday, a scenario, a little off topic, I apologize. Uh, I'm driving home, and you get to that intersection, you know, where you're in the express lanes, and then there's people on the other side, the slow lanes, and you're all merging, but then you've got to get over, because the express lanes are ending, or you're going up to Milwaukee. So I'm, I'm you know, mm-hmm. I'm in line, I got my 15 cars in front of me, I'm just waiting to exit off back on the 90. And there's always a couple cars that want to push it all, the, and then want to zoom past everybody and then cut in at the last second. You may have been seeing me do that. And yeah, I, I see this that. Dodge Charger cut me off. Mm. Was it? <laughs> as, just as I'm thinking, boy, this guy in front of me is a jag. <laughs> and then another car goes by, black Dodge Charger, license plate starts with a CV, cuts in front of me, <laughs> throws up the hand like a wave. Wait, was that you? It was me. <laughs> and I just I just gave him this. I, I knew it was him yeah, the second he went by. I saw, like, I saw this, but I didn't car, know that was him. First car, I oh. thought, well, this guy's a real jerk. And then <laughs> oh, I hear yeah. the vroom. Okay, my car, my car God, Charger comes rolling up. I just pulled down my sunglasses and looked like this in the, out the front window. All I get from 
Yes, sir. Hi, little wave. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's all you got to do. <laughs> There's people that don't do that. As long as you go, like, cars, we're waiting you. in line. Yeah. You should do that more often. I didn't. I saw wow. the glasses tip. I didn't see, I didn't yeah. see that was you. It was me. That's no, hilarious. No, are, you a, are you a shoulder guy, too? Like I, you, I actually no, saw I don't, it don't coming, so I wasn't mad. I wasn't thinking. The first car, I was thinking, man, some people, why do they... Why does everybody do this? Can't we all just act like no. human beings and get in line? I, I understand the cars from no, out of town God, that please. don't know how the road works, but once you've done it once or twice, you realize, well, sooner hey, or later man, I'm gonna have we to can merge. We can have over. world peace with a zipper merge if everybody would That's just right. understand that Anyways. you had every other guy. Yes, you know. <laughs> Lucky would. for Ryan, I didn't have road rage, and I just let him carry on all the way back to Elk Grove. Spin zone. That's this is the this awesome. is the good part about living in the city, Danny. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do That's not. That's hilarious. I did not realize that was you. I was behind you literally the whole way home. You should have said something. You were cutting. <laughs> Ryan was also doing left lane, right lane, center lane, and I'd still be in the same lane. He's trying to get away from you. At least yeah. I'm not speeding anymore. <laughs> no, he wasn't speeding anymore. Nick By the G way, the says, cops are uh, out. Ryan Rude Herrera. I like that Ryan one. Ryan Rude Herrera. I like that one. He spoke Galata last name says, wrong, hey, that so was me. No, it was not. Next time Ryan pisses me off on the show, I'm just call him, all right, rude Herrera. Colada <laughs> <laughs> right. probably was the first car. The first car really cut me off. And then I was like, all right, there's going to be two or three more coming. And then I saw Ryan, I saw the Shady Rays, actually, was the first thing I noticed. He's driving by with the Shady Rays on. And I was like, oh, that's Ryan. Sure enough. Uh, <laughs> I did have my Shady Rays on. So then I got know. home, and I settled into a little uh, WBC World Baseball Classic last <laughs> night. And, hey, you wore the nice Puerto Rico hat. Yeah, Very man, nice. this is actually from Puerto Rico. That's uh, nice. From nice. Right outside of Iran Bithorn Stadium, I got to go to the Caribbean World Series a couple years ago. Oh, that's with cool. With my buddy Jose Orlando, who lives down there. And, man, I know you were watching on TV and uh, seeing that electric kind of atmosphere where people are playing all this, the cabasas and the shakers and everything. And that's what it was like at Iran Bithorn Stadium, except a smaller stadium, 15,000 maybe, fit in there. It's like a Springs training stadium. But, man, oh, man, is it, is it, was it, is it fun to watch these games? Well, yeah. at least the, the game the game. game last night was fun, you know. And and so they, the game the itself. Shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, so Edwin Diaz, first of all, drew a lot of extra fans last season with the whole Timmy Trumpet thing, right? Like, we, we played Timmy Trumpet on the podcast, joked around about it. Me and Luke. Made entrances with, and it. you watch them. <laughs> yeah, you, you watch them celebrate. I still like to do yeah. it every once in a while. Um, but the, you're watching them all celebrate on the field. It's a cool moment for the World Baseball Classic. I'm not saying I'm getting swept up in World Baseball Classic fever. I, I'm definitely not. But that was a cooler moment. And then to see him get hurt and taken off on a wheelchair before it was all done, and today it comes out torn tendon likely out for the season, just signed $100 million. Thank goodness he yeah. signed the $100 million deal. Yeah. Well, for him, yeah. For, for, him. for him, yeah, not for, for the Mets. For him, thank goodness he did, and it's not like yeah. hey, he's not going to get the money. That's going to Met, you know, yeah. that's yeah. how that goes. But it started right away on Twitter, all these people saying, this is why you don't want to play the World Baseball Classic. I thought it was – I can see how that's an early reaction to it, but – I mean, you can't blame the World Baseball Classic. The guy got hurt celebrating. He, I, he, granted, he would not have been celebrating a Cactus League win. 
But you know what? He could have been washing his dishes and cut his finger like Quintana <laughs> did too. So what's yeah. the difference? I also or putting I, his pants on like Brandon Morrow. Or yeah. if he just got hurt playing in the game, it was a little We're different because he was celebrating yeah. or jumping I, over the fence like Ryan Dempster. Yeah. He, he like, could have been dancing in a bar afterwards. Yeah. It wouldn't have been any yeah. different. How many yeah. dumb ways have you hurt yourself? I, Almost all the dumb I, ways. I, I've I hurt did myself. the pulling up my pants and throwing out my back thing yeah. before. It's it's. I, I thought it was very dumb when I heard it. Who was it? Was it Morrow that? Yeah, that guy heard that way, and then it happened to me. I'm like, ah, I make okay. This is how this goes down. And I'm not even as old as he was. But the flip side is what, Cody? Well, which I understand this too. The flip side is is like the way I think of it when it happens. Like if he if he played for the Cubs, I would be probably as 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 irrationally angry as Mets fans (laughs) were last night. And I'm sorry, I care about the Cubs more than I do anything about the World Baseball Classic. I just do. I'm sorry, like that. You get the World Baseball Classic for two weeks. You get the Cubs for 162 games. And I, that, that's just how I feel about it. I think that the team that he's actually being paid to play for, I think it, it matters. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be playing in the World Baseball Classic. I'm not saying that they should not have it or whatever. All I'm saying is, is that is the risk of playing in it is an injury. And I know it was a freak accident. It didn't happen in the game because someone, like, tweeted at me last night, well, how would you feel uh, if it would have been, say, Suzuki? Well, say Suzuki didn't even get hurt in a game. It just, just kind of well, came out of nowhere. What's the, like, like, what's the difference? Either way, he's hurt. Right. Yeah. Either way, he's hurt. I'm not saying that they shouldn't play in it. I'm, all I'm saying is that it's a risk, and if he did play for the Cubs, I would be irrationally angry about it because <laughs> he's one of the highest-paid players in the league. And, yeah, I know having a closer doesn't necessarily mean that – or losing your closer doesn't necessarily mean it's going to completely ruin your season. But if the Mets start blowing games early in the year in the ninth inning, you're going to look <laughs> back to it and you're it, yeah. like, well, shit. So I don't necessarily blame Mets fans for being, like, angry about it. It's more of just, like, it just sucks because to me, if, if to me, I just think that MLB is – if not more important than WBC, it's as important as the WBC. I would have been a lot madder if they would have, like, let's say, made him pitch three innings or something mm-hmm. like that, or overused him. Yes, yeah. the blues That's arm a different out. Way of being you know, yeah. that, then I would then I would blame the WBC. Okay, mm. this is not something that these guys should be participating in if they're going to get overused. This is right. not the playoffs where not you would try that. to do yeah. that. Yeah, they're not doing that. So it is a it is really more of a freak accident. But you know, I, I mean, the way I look at it is like. You know, accidents can happen any time, and it yeah. just is. And like you'd be, you'd be mad and disappointed that you lost your closer, of course. But I don't think you can blame the tournament for something like that right. happening. No. You can blame the tournament if the if uh, it's more even gameplay, like guy sliding into a base, playing too rough or something. But baseball's rough, man. People get hurt, and so. Right. And I'm not yeah. telling you to like the World Baseball Classic because, like I said, I'm a little meh about most of it anyway. I went to bed before the USA game was over. Didn't care if they won or not. That's okay. Do it however you want to do it. But I heard Herb saying it on the Sox podcast. Some of it is a little bit American of us because the Korea-Japan game got like 64 million viewers, which is most more than yeah. World Series games. So it's, it's not a nothing tournament to everybody. It is a nothing tournament to a lot of people in the United States. Yes, it is. Because we have the whole baseball season to watch most of these really good players then compete and, on teams and that we, we really care the about. The biggest yes, league for baseball is in America. I mean, it just yeah. is. But so, I don't blame the, the I don't blame no. the injury thing on him. The, I understand no. why a Cubs fan would be hurt if, like you said, 
somebody was overused or they got hurt, but he could have been hurt doing the same thing if he was playing baseball in a cactus league game. And what's the difference? Or in a workout like Saya was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a little different because he was celebrating and he wouldn't celebrate. Can I ask a you guys a question? Game. What is what? Do you think there would be a better time of year to no. do the World <laughs> no. Baseball no, Classic? No, we, we talked about it yesterday. yesterday right? Scherzer like, wants not to do really mid-season. It's crazy. Un- un- unless you did like a, a two-week break in the season, in the middle, but it wouldn't even be enough. What if time you shorten the you know? season? That By, season, you know, which because season's idea. long. Oh, well, oh, hey, now you're talking my language. Yeah, <laughs> that was my. I mean, idea. it's a long season as it is. You can play a shorter season. I know they probably want to do that anyway, just to get more playoffs out of the deal. They're, you know, it'd be basketball eventually. It'd be about twenty teams going to the the, the tournament. Yeah, the round robin mm-hmm. that they someone, call the the, yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. someone what? tweeted at me Money. yesterday. <laughs> someone tweeted at me yesterday about maybe doing it after the season and like just do it in a and you know in warm weather. Whether you did it had one location in America in Arizona or California, or whatever, um, and then two other locations in uh, in warm countries. Um, so like. In like November or December, yeah, I don't know. But then, you're, but then, but then you're talking about guys that are playing 162, grinding through a long ass season. I agree. And then going and play, continuing to play no, high level baseball. Wait. They have three. to wait till the well, World Series too, guys are done. That so too, there's a break where what do they do? Yeah, and then That's and then fair. you're playing your you know you another holidays. three weeks. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the way I look at it, and this is so my yeah, stance on the WBC, <laughs> I like I enjoy watching it. That the Puerto Rico uh, DR game yesterday was awesome, and the fact that. They changed it to FS2 when it was, like, in the ninth inning. was unbelievable. I, I It pissed me off because I looked, and I'm like, what happened to the game? Like, I looked away for a sec, looked back, and, it, and I had to go find the game. But that's besides the point. I think the, I think the tournament's awesome, and, and the way I look at it is the, before the WBC, these players who are coming from all over the world didn't have a World Cup of baseball. The soccer has a World Cup, but it's been around since 1930, I think, was the first World Cup. That's why it's so huge in the world is because, you know what, it has like a 75-year head start on the WBC. Now the now players from Venezuela, from Japan, like they all have this, right, that they can compete against the best players from other countries around the world. And that's why it means so much to those guys to represent. If it's, even if it's not their birth country, it's a place their parents are from or, you know, their family came from. That, that's why it's so important. Like Matt Mervis isn't from Israel, but he – you know, he's Jewish. He was. I talked to him for a second about it. He was very happy and proud to be representing it because you know that's his family, right? That's that's where he came from. Same with the rest of these guys. Like Marcus Strom was Team USA, but his mom's Puerto Rican, so he was proud to represent Puerto Rico for Take her. Take that, Keith Oberman. So <laughs> all that all that said is the way I look at it is it means a lot to these players and for people to be calling it meaningless exhibition. It's <coughs> fake. Like shut up, <laughs> it's not. It's it's wow. it's, it's sure it doesn't it, it doesn't mean anything when it goes to the World Series, but it means a lot more to these players than it does to you watching from your couch. It yep. does. I same, love it. Same I, with the World Cup. The World Cup, if we're being honest, doesn't mean anything because it, like these guys are playing like soccer. In, these guys are playing in their different leagues and whatever. Well, but some the, of these teams like, like Great Britain, you know, they're getting a few hundred thousand dollars just for qualifying. And so that yeah, makes yeah. that's life changing money for their baseball programs. And if you're trying to grow like the MLB says they are trying to grow to a worldwide product, like taking the Cubs and Cardinals to London and playing games down in Puerto Rico and mm-hmm. Iran Bithorn Stadium all over the Mexico City, I think they did. So if you want to do that, if you want to expand your sport, because you know that's the big complaint, it's it's on that it's on the uh, decline. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to do things like this yeah. World Baseball Classic and get the world into it. You exactly. know, and and, um, and it's like an MLB sanctioned event. I'm pretty sure it's like 
partner, like part, they're partners with this. Like the whole thing is, it's still an MLB event, and feels this is grudging. They feel right, they feel yeah. like begrudging partners. But to me. Like, just so I, the vibe, you know, of it. Again, I don't know that, that whole narrative that this is a fake tournament and get rid mm-hmm. of it, like, it's stupid. Give it seventy five years, and you know, hopefully. Hopefully, the WBC is at the level then as the World Cup is now. It could be. You don't know. It's only 16, 17 years old. Again, my my perspective on it is that I I just feel like it's okay for Mets fans to be pissed off. And a lot of people were like, yell, like on social media at least, it felt like sure, people were going back and forth with like <laughs> telling people that you shouldn't be upset that he wouldn't play in this. I'm telling you that it's okay to be upset, but also realize that it is. It is that the tournament does mean something, but there is risk whenever teams let guys go. Cool. And all I will say is, is if star players start racking up injuries in this, whether it's through the game or post celebration, I do think teams like teams might actually start caring a little bit more. So I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. Shake your head all you want, Rude Herrera. No. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is that if if injuries do rack up, not saying it's going to. But if they do, I do think that teams would start to care a little bit there more. Were some I mean, teams Canario, got, no. Canario oh, yeah. had a horrible injury in the Dominican Winter League. I don't think the Cubs are going to stop letting players go play for that. Well, and but I that said star is, players. I said star still, players. If, the if, Cubs if half told Trey team, if half not team to USA gets yeah. hurt, I think was more the league is going to be upset. I think, I think they suggested decision. it, though. Like He, he said he was going to do <laughs> it, and then they were like, he would have played. You need to. He could have, but they were like, you need to get acclimated with our system. No, that was him saying it. He said that he... He, when he signed, he realized that he wanted to be at spring training because he, okay, because of all like all that, like he wanted to get acclimated, new team, new teammates, all that stuff. I'll I'll defend Cody this to this I, distance. This, yep. I, I, first of all, I think it's a, it's irrational the the part about injuries could because ha- they could happen anywhere. I will say this: you would put that theory to test if Shohei Otani were on the Cubs next season, next time around, <laughs> and he went to the World Baseball Classic and got hurt, I don't care if he sneezed and got hurt. If he was in somewhere other than Mesa, Arizona, and Shohei got hurt and was going to miss the season, then we would test how much everybody loves it. At least I, I don't we know. Had and I, I'm not saying yeah. it, would be, it wouldn't be the World Baseball Classic's fault. I'm just saying uh, the irrational yeah, the Cubs rash- fan would be angry. Yeah. Again, I, I, the way I look at it, not you know, this is – kind of going off that but it's like i kind of compare it to a suzuki like like you mentioned the oblique thing that happened just during camp right yeah had it been two weeks in the future at world baseball classic would it have been any different like people probably would have been outraged well, he the wouldn't world have been celebrating ca- on the mound <laughs> yeah <laughs> what he was well, celebrating on the mound when he got well, hurt. What I'm, we what I'm will never cry was, as bad as Mets fans and that is yes. and that is the truth too like those guys just cry about everything like yeah. they could win the world series and still be crying i, 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 would, I, I, understand, I would let any player that wanted to play, play. i understand the point of of yeah if it happens to your team like if you're upset i wouldn't blame you because you yeah you'd probably be pissed that your favorite player your top player got hurt but a lot of the things and i saw you know some guy from barstool saying i hope 29 other teams top player gets injured in the world baseball classic well that's crazy and i'm like oh, you're, yeah, you're kfc shut, shut the hell on up, that man. paul george oh, broke his leg playing for team usa in basketball fiba wasn't even the olympics i don't right? know it was like a fiba tournament yeah, yeah. yeah. but he was just so i mean i get it but i i'm not again i'm not saying that it's the world baseball classics fault i'm just saying it's okay to be pissed and people were like yelling at people for being pissed about it. it's like if, well, if, if the cubs best player got hurt in the <laughs> world baseball classic i'm gonna be pissed about it sorry 
Yeah, but to be pissed at the tournament yes. as opposed to yeah. just to be just disappointed. Generally mad. The injury. And generally mad is, is, is makes okay. sense, but to like call for the ending of the World Baseball Classic no, doesn't I'm make not, any I'm sense. I'm not calling for that. that. Then we we are we great. all agree on we, we've all settled in a stay. happy place. <laughs> I, we can all the agree that Ryan so was wrong yeah. for cutting me off in traffic, and I we disagree. can all agree the World Baseball Classic well, again, should continue. I didn't do anything illegal. I didn't do anything illegal. I don't think. Uh, Chicago, we've already got you covered for the best sports coverage for your favorite teams. Now we want you to get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Foco has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side, south side. Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. Bright hoodies like the one that Sanranto is wearing over there. Get decked out like tomorrow with the apparel from the leader in sports merchant collectibles, Foco. If you're looking for that perfect gift for the football fan in your life, Foco's got you covered with hoodies to fight the Lake Michigan breeze or to get you ready for opening day. Check out Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Cody, right before you get to DraftKings, we got a super chat from our guy Fernando, and I didn't want to mention hashtag Mike Dubs. Forty-four days left. Forty-four days left. WBC haters are mad that other countries have caught up and beat a team full of Major League Baseball players. It's not a given. Team USA would win anymore. Go USA. Might be true. But baseball's a weird sport. They almost didn't qualify for the next round. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, they yeah. also had a, a cupcake round too. I mean, yeah. they just you know they're playing some of the yeah. teams that barely got into oh, yeah. it. You know. Meanwhile, you look at. Venezuela, you know, Venice, Puerto yeah. Rico, and Dominican are all in the same. Yeah. They made group. Cuba fly all the way to Japan to play. You know, yeah. and they, Dominican Republic's failed to qualify two times in a row, even though they'd be probably the favorite. Anyways, I'm sorry, off track. <laughs> uh, so, um, DraftKings Sportsbook, the official uh, betting partner of CHGO and All City. Danny, I know you're really, really, really excited about the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook coming to Wrigley Field. Cha-ching. I'm oh, sure. I can't you, wait. I know you really, really can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, NCAA tournament is going on right now. Just hit the under on Maryland and West Virginia. God bless uh, the Big 12 and the Big 10. Uh, NBA no sweat, same game parlays. MLB bets. You know I already bet the Cubs to win the division and to make the playoffs because I'm just a sicko. So, um, you know, uh, there's all kinds of things you can do on DraftKings Sportsbook. (laughs) Download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply See show notes for details. People are, that use DraftKings to bet on West Virginia are probably mad because they just missed a buzzer beater three to win it. Mm. Just missed it. I did tell Sean. Sean took West Virginia. I told him to take the of course under. He did. It was the safe play. And of course he did. We're one and zero. I'm one and zero. Or who did they no, play? I'm four and four in the NCAA tournament total, but one and zero today. I think I had West. It was Virginia. Maryland. It was Maryland and West. Oh, Virginia. Oh yeah, I, I took West Virginia. It's not I, I, I don't get any money. Win. Exactly. Uh, Rachel says, not sure I didn't do anything illegal as the defense you think it is, Ryan. Somebody also accused Cody of taking roids, but that's another podcast. All right, so uh, the great my Danny Rock. I'm wearing a shirt under my sweatshirt. Like, like I don't know. Do you look bigger? May, I do yell a little bit, so I get what she's. Well, going. it's a different seat. It's a different angle of you too. Yeah, it's yeah. throwing everything off. Big of us to let Danny sit on the end today. We put Danny in a in a special chair <laughs> yeah, because he honest. brought his guitar, <laughs> and he has. Uh, first of all, he's a musical genius, so he brought his guitar with, and he thought of a. He's a parody king, 
and he's got a parody song for us. He has to plug in, right? Yeah, I got to plug in. You're going to plug so. in. All right. We'll, uh, we'll chat through this. We'll fill a little time. So he's got um, his guitar with us. Uh, Barbara and wanted us to mention Caleb Killian's play yesterday. Caleb Killian. There, I mean, what the game got rained out, so there wasn't much to go on. Yeah. His first inning was David four Ross pages. was impressed. He says the, the command's been better, although he did have two walks in three innings. Yeah, I mean the first inning was four pitches. So yeah, it's like that you can't really take anything from that. And whether when did they get rained out after like the third or fourth inning, something like that? Like yeah, I think I think he was. They didn't make three it innings far. is what he finished. But um, but he he was definitely working on his PFPs to make that catch. Yes, he was working. That on was a PFP. nice catch. It was. And that that was kind of the knock on Killian last year because I, I I looked up his stats. Uh, a little bit ago that, you know, he was a, his ERA was in like the ones and twos when he was mm-hmm. uh, with San Francisco, it was. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, he, he gets to the Cubs, all of a sudden he's walking everybody. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's got an ERA and a fours and fives. But I guess there was something going on with him physically and something wasn't right with him um, as far as the, uh, like, the mechanics were yeah. going on. He'd be, and he's been was better. The stride, this. is that what it was, Ryan, that he said it was? The stride was um, on? Yeah, his stride had... Uh, I think he said he was, he was um, landing a little more open than he usually open. did. That's what yeah, because and, command and it, was supposed to be something he was actually really yeah. good at. Right. And it had come when off like a, a knee him. a knee issue that he something that, that might have tied into sure. it too. So yeah, I think that I was mean, the main thing was trying to. He certainly that. looks the part though, doesn't he? Like big, tall, yeah. looks like a giant whip. You know, it's just like, you know, I. I'm described often. <laughs> 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 I mean, no, I, 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 he was the one of the guys that I was the most excited about when the when the trades happened. Yeah. Now, because when, when I looked him up, I was like, oh, this guy could maybe be an ace. Like yeah. he could develop into this, and then, you know, then in practice, he's definitely the happen. easiest one to like get on board for because he was the one that you thought you'd see sooner. Yeah, and then it yeah. did, and then. You see the Wisneskis of the world, and surprise, surprise, Javier Assad yeah. coming out of the blue. Like, and I'm like, well, maybe Killy is behind those guys. At least it has been in practice. You mean the ass man? Yeah, the ass man. Who was super impressive in the WBC? Oh, yeah. yeah. Innings, Sunday like, good experience. The to, to spin zone, like anyone who's a, like the angry. The, the angry about the WBC, I do think it's great for like minor leaguers who yeah. are Owen you know Casey. trying to get some experience. Yeah. Owen Casey's Prime a great example. example. Best we, pitching he probably has ever Assad. faced in his life and did well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So there it is. All right, Danny, what do you right, got I'm for us? This, so, all right. So this, this is, is the musical along. segment of the yeah. CHGO. You, you got my guitar. Yes. So the, right. you, you know this. We, we sing this one at Wrigley all the time. You know, it just I put new words to it for you guys. <laughs> so uh, you know, it's it's all about it's all about uh, CHGO. So. Okay. All right. Awesome. Podcast stream in the afternoon. It's a podcast. Corey, Brendan, and Luke. It's a podcast. Cody really likes shoes. Beat writer Ryan Herrera. Podcast, a show everyone loves. Podcast, they're talking about the Cubs. Podcast, in the chat is my Dubs. They've even got. <laughs> Danny Rocket. Hey, that's me. It's fun to be on the CHGO. CHGO. Watching every game at home or on the road. We are partying on Chugo. CHGO. It's fun to be on the CHGO. Got a 
YouTube stream and a Facebook field. They're the Cup fans at Wrigley Field. Podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Danny Rocket. Danny Rocket. What a moment. What a moment. He vaulted himself into the top five moments in podcast history. Easily. I wrote wrote the the theme song for, uh, you had Club 400 on the show, Stuart McVicker. I wrote his theme song, too. Uh I've I've written a few themes. Like, oh, Danny, write us a theme song. All right, I'm not (laughs) getting a theme song. So I got to do one for you guys. Uh, This one's already used. This this is the new, like, tweet video for, like, when the show (laughs) is about to start. Instead of, like, We'll, oh. we'll use Jeremiah Paparaki yeah, yeah. every now multiple. and then. You got, yeah, yeah now we have multiple. So every time we promote that the show's going to start, we have to tweet right. this Hell now. Yeah. Jeremiah <laughs> and I'll do a duet or something. That was awesome, We man. need to build a music video for it now. Yeah. There you go. Us and yeah, Swimwear awesome. walking on yeah, the yeah, beach. I, I saw you doing this. I was having trouble. I was thinking about it. Oh, I got the old part perfectly. I don't know how to do it. She's weird. G, oh. G is kind of I was like too this, busy, right? like yeah. I was too busy recording it on my own phone. I can't even. I can't <laughs> even. Make it. Cody was talking. G, yeah. Z oh, like this. Well, and it would be from my. I'd have to be the C. Yeah. Like Pac-Man. <laughs> there you go. I guess I would have just put my Ryan arms would up. Would be an H. Would be an H. Yeah, oh, G. G. I'm you, I don't and know. I'll do I'm a simple man. Danny would be the O. Well, first of all, I've already decided we will play the show out with that again. So don't let the gar- guitar go too far okay, away. No, like, I, I think we'll. I just I just we'll unplugged it, it, but I, it's easily plugged back in. We'll, we'll Captain Captain Tater Tot says, if this isn't your song going, your intro, intro song. song going forward, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I mean, he might. The village people might have some problems with that. Uh, they, you know, they might be coming for their uh, for, for their resids. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stu said on the podcast when he was with us last week that he believes for his when he raises one million for Club Four Hundred. He thinks that he's got Eddie Vedder lined up. Eddie has agreed to come play the big party. Now, my question would be is, what's it going to be like when he realizes that you're playing next to him? Yeah, well, he Eddie can Vedder's open up for me. Excited. That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have a problem with that. No. Right. You, no, he Eddie's an awesome guy. You know, he hangs out, like, over at Ballhawk Corner, like, right mm-hmm. by the bleachers. Like, he's come out there. A bunch of bleacher Jeff was playing wiffle ball with him one night, you know. <laughs> oh, of course not. Yeah, just like, you know, he's, he's just like a dude, and he doesn't really – he doesn't really want to be too special about anything. He, he doesn't treat – he doesn't big-time anybody, you know, so mm-hmm. he's, he seems like a good guy. But, uh, no, Ed, Eddie's great. I mean, he's a real fan, too, you know. Yeah. He really loves yeah. – but uh, Stu can – if if Stu can get Javi out to his house, he could get Eddie better, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Javi's cool. a, big, a big rock star in my book anyway. It's why – it's what this hat's all about, you know. How long did it take you to write that? Uh, I don't know. 15 minutes, something like that. That's you know, unbelievable. Yeah, that maybe not. I, I, changed, I changed a couple of lines. I had the, the line about your shoes and liking <laughs> shoes. Uh, and then, uh, but I, before I think I, uh, I, I, just, I just had Cody Del Mendo's shoes. But I know I was like, really like shoes is a better really line. Like so yeah. I changed that. Uh, and I, you know, anyway. Gonna, but if, you, if you'll leave that, we would like to frame that. And no, put you it can on keep the, it. That'll go on the set in a frame. For a show uh, at least once a week. No, it's, it's all you. Know. It's a theme song to the CHGO Cubs podcast. Or we can just like tape it down here so we always have the lyrics. When we, when we need and we'll to just start it. singing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People are like, how do they remember all this? A- yeah. After every Cubs win, we'll just hey, sing and it. And you guys, anytime you guys need a parody song, I'm your man. I'll, I'll record it, send it in, come on down, sing it for you live, whatever oh, yeah. you need. You know, I love That's it. Good, man. I got three points on who you got for Esteban Kiros being picked as player of the game once. That's just an idea. <laughs> what? Where did that come from? We do, we do player of the game. Yeah, oh, I know. And I picked Esteban 
Kiros once. That was a three-pointer. You ever heard of something that crazy? He gave himself three points. He gave himself three points. He gave points. myself he three really points because who else is going to out of nowhere be like, I'll take Kiros. I heard you guys arguing about that on the show the other day. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> about the, about the, the point discrepancies yes. of, yeah. of stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. What's oh. your favorite parody song that you've written about the Cubs? Oh, man. You know, it, it's like... Yeah, that's really just tough because there, I really have written a lot. I used to write over on Bleed Cubby Blue, you know the yeah, the website the, yeah. you know, with SB Al Yella and SB yeah. Nation, yeah. and uh, so I used to do a lot over there. And, and like during that, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, I was I was writing stuff all the time, and I was like, <laughs> uh, I was always doing doing stuff. The the one that really took off that people really loved. What it was the most recent one anyway uh, that actually made it into a paper, a newspaper in Japan, was um, Seiya. Which I did, um, the, the, you know, the uh, Outcast song, Say Ya, Say Ya. And I, I did that song, and, and people went nuts for it. Like, we started singing it to some Japanese reporter, and she knew about it already because it had already been in Japan. And I was like, wow, we made it. You know, like, I guess I could go tour Japan now. And then um, Hayward was real big. That's Hey Jude parody. But you know mm. what it is? If, if people already like the song, yeah. Yeah. that's key. Because yeah. people suggest parodies to me all the time. I'm like, nobody knows that song. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a good parody. You got to do, it's like, no, it's this Meat Puppet song. I'm like, nobody knows the Meat Puppets. Like, you know, yeah. I might know the Meat Puppets. Luke yeah. might know the Meat Puppets because we're old. But like, <laughs> one of my favorites is No Fighting in the Bleachers. Yeah, well, that's an original. No fighting in the Bleachers. But it's kind of an original. It's yeah. to the t- tune of to Go Tell It on the Mountain, technically. <laughs> you know, you want to uh, play that real quick? Oh, sure, yeah. I've yeah, No Fighting the Bleachers. Why not? I mean, we got you here. Yeah. Yeah. No Fighting yeah. the Bleachers. Dude. And you also did the Correa one. Didn't you do Correa? Trying to get Correa here around Christmas time? Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Christmas time we did. Uh, the first time he was a free agent. Gloria. Yeah, Correa. Chelsea Stale, the Christmas song. Gloria. Gloria. But No Fighting in the Bleachers, first of all, is a great rule. In fact, I remember the biggest brawl that we saw from the bleachers last year. Some I think you were involved over. in trying to break it up. I mean, someone's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about when the guy went tumbling backwards? Yeah, and, yes. yeah that was good. Uh, <laughs> no, the, yeah, I actually had to put out a video of that guy going. I put it all the whole video in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I, I think yeah, I remember Crawley, saying that. Actually. Crawley actually took that video. Oh, Crawley might have started it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's a lover, not a fighter. But so, <laughs> I took I took that thing and I just made a made a video of him going, and it just it's way funnier in reverse, you know. Yeah. But the original no fighting in the bleachers guy, I took that video. Yeah. And okay. um. It, it, that was a bad fight. You know, it had a racial element to it. It was pretty ugly. Uh, it, it was it was nasty. But um, so. What happened was with this with this tune is, so I'm I'm going to L.A. the next day and I'm staying with my friend Johnny, and this my the tweet blows up, you know, thirty thousand views, forty thousand views, fifty thousand views. It's making the news. It's in Indiana. It turns out the guy was a kicker for Northwestern or or, or a Northern University or something. So he's kicked off the team. Oh, Everybody's geez. mad. Uh, you know, I'm getting it. Uh, I'm getting people calling me. Hey, can we use this footage? Can we use this footage? I'm like, yeah, put him on, put him on. You know, I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, it's his fault for getting in the in the scrape. Yeah. So uh, fair. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I, I put it all I put it all out there, and I'm sitting on my um, at my friend's house. He's got a piano, so I sit down and I just sing. There's no fighting in the bleachers. Take <laughs> your mama teach you to the tune to go tell it on the mountain, and then everybody loved it. So like 
So we just rocked it up a little bit more. But I, I, you know, I, I don't have to play the whole thing, but it's like, um, there is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit outside. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit outside. You can get a suntan drink until you're drunk and rooting for the Cubs and having lots of fun and acting like a punk and watch him hit and run and show him all your love and celebrate and suffering. But you cannot fight. Don't care who you don't like. Let's all have fun tonight. There is no fighting in the bleachers. What did your mama teach you? There is no fighting in the bleachers. So take that shit outside. <laughs> that had a little. Yeah. Let's have this song anyway. That's, that had a little yeah. Green Day to it. I'd sound oh, a little yeah. Green Day esque. It was my my buddy who I also went to Hersey High School with. I played him that song and he goes, he goes, okay, Billy Joel. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I ripped it off of uh, old spiritual and the Green yeah. Day, you know. Mm. But good artist steal. Uh, so Rachel says she was at that fight, by the way, that we were talking about. One. That was her yeah, first Wrigley experience was the fight in the bleachers. I, I forgot remember. about that. Man, Rachel. What, a, what a day. <laughs> yeah. that, that, like, stacks up with almost with May 17th, the, the day oh, Dell Metrics was the born. The day Dell Metrics was born. Yeah. It's an all-time day. <laughs> that was a big day. <laughs> all-time day. Brent in the uh, live chat on YouTube wants to know, is there a rocket bump comparable to a Yankovic bump? Weird Al Yankovic. A bump? LL. I don't like know. A, in like, a ratings increase. Like you, oh, on like the song up, I'm assuming like a song gets played, then then you remake it with something else, and then the original song now gets played more. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. You, you Why, for instance, would YMCA <laughs> get a huge boost? I don't know if or that's you have to ask uh, village people yeah. Yeah. to see if right. this show like, put them on the map finally. Yeah, um, a brand new audience. Very good. Uh, <laughs> and the band, again, is called Bleacher, Bleacher Bum Band. Bleacher Bum Band. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Bleacher Jeff. We got a brand new drummer, who I'm calling Tony two times. And uh, <laughs> we also got my childhood friend who went to Crystal Lake High School, actually. Right. Uh, and uh, this guy, Jarrett, um, uh, he's our bass player. And But the new drummer is freaking awesome. So I'm really excited for opening day because it's just it's the best we've sounded. So I'm, I'm super nice. excited. Uh yeah, it's it's going to be such a fun. We got a CD, new CD coming out too. On um, I think we're going to do it on uh, June the seventeenth, if that's the Saturday there, over at Nisei yeah. Lounge. We're going to do a big CD release party. Got new songs called like the Cubs of '69, uh, Steve Garvey's Hairy Arms, uh, uh, <laughs> Steve da- Damn Steve Bartman. Arms. It was all his fault. Like that's a good one. Uh, you know, that's another punk one. And, and uh, yeah, no. So it's like this one like runs the gamut of like funk to punk to like little little country. Oh, I got a song. Do you remember the game? I think it was last year. The game in which uh, Bleacher Jeff was, it, it was the raining. Seat. Somebody yeah, the told seat. Seat. Somebody stole his seat. Yeah, seat. We one. talked yes. about it for yeah. like we 20 minutes. About that. That I love, you know. So I wrote Don't a song called The Ballad of Poncho Boy. And it's all about the guy It is a little poncho sitting in the front seat and not leaving. Because, you know, he sat there for five hours straight in the rain. Didn't leave. 
Yeah, and just he would not leave. He didn't get up to pee or get a beer or a chicken sandwich or nothing. And he just sat there as Jeff stood above him, <laughs> just being like, bro, just let me sit there. It's on know? principle. On you know, principle, so I wrote a song called The Ballad of Pancho Boy. That'll be on this next album, too. So it's it's a lot of fun. Because, I mean, I got to give the guy some props for Five hours there. in the rain. Yeah, all day. That's the chorus. You know, oh, he sat there in the rain for seven hours straight. He sat right through the weather that had made the game delayed. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's going to be a, oh, good. oh, man, it's going to be a banger. I can't that wait. That was, like, one of the more, like, talked about stories related to the Cubs last year. It really was. <laughs> Which says more about the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh. No, that, it was funny, and it's like, and then it got, gets into the rules of the bleachers. You know, it's like, oh, you're not supposed to save seats, but people do, and you're not, you know, there are certain protocols. But the thing, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, two weeks prior, uh, in in uh, in the bleachers, Jeff had been saving seats, and the guy wanted the seats. He said, "No, I'm saving these for my friends, and they're coming, and I'm I'm here. We are not allowed to save seats." So he got mad about it. So he plotted for two weeks straight. Oh, this to, is. This is the I'm going to go back I'm to this into. game. It's this dude from Iowa, and he comes back to the to the game, and he he runs like a bat out of hell up to Jeff's seats. And there's plenty of seats that you could have at sure. that point two hours before the ball game, but he yeah. wanted those particular seats, and he went and took them. And now, when somebody when that happens, Jeff will go up there and be like, "Yeah, hey, I'll buy you a couple beers." If you let me, I sit here every day. Like I'm friends with Ian Happ. Like just yeah. let me let me sit here. Then usually people are like, oh, a couple beers? That's like 30 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You'll take it. So, but not this guy. <laughs> he just, was this he guy's name Larry David? Hmm? Was it Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, a, a I don't know what episode. was under that poncho, but it was, uh, <laughs> or who was under it. I feel more bad for his wife or girlfriend that was sitting there with him because she the made rain. her do it too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new respect for this guy. Yeah. The fact that he That's held that grudge song. for two weeks yeah. and then Rental. executed this his is, plan. This is kind of people. the harmlessly. Like this, we Beautiful. didn't really fully know the story. I just remember when we talked about it, I was like, because <laughs> the Cubs weren't good. And we we're like, well, there's a story on Cubs Twitter today talking about people like hoarding seats and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to understand. Like, it was raining. There was nobody even there. Yeah. Like, you could have had a million seats. You could have gone and box seats if you wanted. So you could have sat right behind the Cubs dugout by sneaking past the usher. But, like, right. you don't know. No, I, didn't, I want that we, seat. I remember we went all in depth about, oh, it's different here, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. We yeah. And so, no, now th- this is kind of like news to me, at least. Like, because I, I didn't, I never really knew the entire story. I just knew, like, people were going back and forth about how you don't, like, about people not being able to save seats or Oh, whatever. there were Mets fans involved mm, at a yeah. point. Like, the, you know, and Jeff had to block a bunch of people. And, <laughs> oh, it was a mess. And I just, and I told him, because my tie guy was coming in there too. And I was like, yeah. it's like, you guys, you never learn. Just shut up. <laughs> like, just put it down for like two days and it'll all be over. Yeah. Like, that's all you got to do. Uh, but, you know. They were having fun, too, I think. Mm. The know. blueprint you just put out there now. If you want free beers at Wrigley, take Bleacher Jeff's yeah, seat when you get to the bleachers. <laughs> That's, That's what I do. That's how get it done. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, hey, I had a guy on Twitter, Ron, ask, would you take Ian Happ for Matt Chapman at the trade deadline? Because the Blue Jays have a top prospect coming up. He's a 29, third baseman. What's, what's Chapman's contract and all that stuff? He's going to be a free agent. After but we got Nick Madrigal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is a Corey's, Corey's probably watching the show right now. Yeah. He was in the chat, and 
<laughs> Everyone knows how Corey feels about Net Magical. Yeah. I mean, so. don't we have like 75 McBoat Strabonicles? Like, we got all the guys. Yeah. Either we got Bodie. Yeah. We got McKinstry, who had two hits last night that got a race because of the rain. Yep. You got. <laughs> uh, still counting our heart, though. Yeah, yeah still counting uh, our heart. Yeah. I, <laughs> Uh, Magical, you got uh, Morel could play it. Um, Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. I yeah. forget about the actual third base where we <laughs> yeah. have. He hasn't been out there too much, has he? Uh, not not really. as much. Well, I think they know what they have, right? Yeah. So you might as well see what the yeah. other guys. Yeah. I think he may be also in the right field mix. Um, rope, since Suzuki's not going to yeah. be ready for opening day. Yeah. Depending on when he's healthy, obviously, but I think he's part of that mix. As right. yeah. well, Ryan thinks Morel's going to start in AAA now. Yeah, we're just sad because he's like my favorite, you know. Yeah. But he's you an know. easy fan favorite. Yeah. yeah, he's super nice. He came and saw Bleacher Bump Band. He came down to Nisei Lounge and was hanging out. Really? And just yeah, totally cool dude. One night he was, uh, you know, Sarah Sanchez who writes mm, on yeah. Bleed Cubby mm-hmm. Blue. I walked her home to her apartment, and uh, Morell actually lives right by there. So he comes home, he's on his scooter. He just sat there and talked with us for a little bit, just like, that's why I'm like, not him. Don't send him down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know it has nothing to do with baseball reasons, but the guy's cool, you know? Yeah. yeah. Barb says, don't forget about Rios. Well, that is oh, true. That's yeah, true. Rios, Rios. too. Um, corner, corner guy, corner infield. I do want to tell you, first of all, new lights at Wrigley Field this year. You're going to notice the difference. And the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve, manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, public sector customers of all sizes in our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device and track your facility's energy usage and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor, outdoor lighting, and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than ever before. Visit comed.com slash poweringbiz right now to start saving money and energy. And to start a project, contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email businessee at comed.com or publicsectoree at comed.com. And fantasy season is almost yeah. here too, Ryan. Well, I was gonna say, if you sit in Bleacher Jeff's seat, you may, you probably will have a really, really good view of the new lights that they're putting at Wrigley <laughs> if they're powered by Comet. But um, yeah, so it's baseball season. We're talking about RotoWire. Get your latest fantasy baseball news from RotoWire, a pioneer of fantasy sports for over 25 years. Cheat sheets, custom player rankings fit all leagues, uh, like rotisserie points, 10 category, 30 category, etc. Let their experts analyze all the wild baseball stats for you. If you don't know what WRC Plus is, barrel rate, sleepers, they could do it for you. Mock drafts galore, ask the expert function, premium draft, fantasy draft kits, custom start slash sit, add drop, trade advice, lineup optimizers, it's all included. Uh, You get access to fantasy, DFS, daily fantasy sports, and sports betting articles. And it's not just baseball. You get fantasy advice on everything from golf to soccer to NASCAR to the XFL, and the list goes on and on. The main thing is, for a limited time, RotoWire is offering a free two-day trial to to their listeners. Just go to rotowire.com slash chgo to register. No commitment. They are so confident they will like their product and want to invest in a subscription plan that they don't even ask for a credit card up front. So take a peek behind the paywall, and when the trial is done, you can decide if a RotoWire package is right for you. Danny, you ever done? Do you do fantasy baseball? 
No, nah, man. I get you know, Cubs take up all my time. Just like just <laughs> well, doing some Ranto show and but then we had Eric on from Rotowire and he was like, Well, there's different types of leagues. You can do just like fantasy football and do one where you only set your lineup once a week. Yeah, my so base players in just I think it just an NL league. So they don't even do yeah, it. Yeah. So he's like, he's I like, like that that's too. fine because I watch the Cubs and that, that's more who they play. Now that's not the case. Uh, it still is a little bit, but uh, but not as much. Um, no, I never got into the fantasy thing. You know, it's just like, it's, it seems fun. Like everybody's doing it all the time, but, you know, it's just it's one more thing to suck my time up <laughs> out of my life, you know. <laughs> Well, when you're writing parody songs 24-7. Yeah. I need that 15 nice. minutes to, you know, put out this magic. Niren, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of our buddies in the chat, who I haven't seen here yet today, by the way. Oh, Mike Dubs. Mike Dubs says he's very late, and he's sad to be leaving Arizona, and he also just missed his name being dropped in a parody song by Danny Rocket. He better and go earlier, back and listen. Earlier by me, because of our agreement, he did the $50 Super Chat. I now mentioned 50 straight shows. Mike Dubs is a hero. Yeah. Mike Dubs is a hero. Thank Mike, you, Mike Dubs, Dubs, very cool guy. I love that uh, that new gift that he's using all the oh, time. Yeah. Whenever the, flag. the Cubs win. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it looks like uh, he's in a John Woo film all of a sudden. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I, I did tell him, though, that like the running down the street thing is it's undefeated. Classic. Yeah. I think it's classic. It's, I think once the season actually starts – He's got to go back to something related to that. I think if he wants to up at one, like going, like sprinting down the street with no shirt on and with the flag would be cool. Uh, just because I think that would just be hilarious. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Something related to that will be uh, just fine. But, yeah, you're right. Cool dude. Met him last year at Murphy's for the first time. Yeah. Really, really, really su- nice thing. Super cool guy. Yeah. yeah. Dan. That's why I put him in the song. Yeah, yeah. it was good. <laughs> Friend of the program, and I, I didn't know if I had known he was going to be in the song, then I wouldn't have had to put the drop in of Mike Dubs. But he got a two for one today. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> were t- Danny was telling us before we went on the podcast. We're using special microphones. I didn't. I didn't realize these are like legit microphones. You that, claim Michael Jackson used, this used the same type thriller. of microphone. Yeah, Not the same microphone. Same sure, SM Seven B. And sure, by the way, local. Company too, Chicago company. Oh, okay. So, uh, so uh, you're buying local with these things, but no, these these things get it got uh, so popular recently, and you know, it. But that's how they sell it to you at Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you got to get this one, Michael Jackson recorded Thriller, and I'm like, oh my god, I'll be like <laughs> Michael Jackson, you know. So I got to get this thing. So, um, so I, so I, I've been using one of these for years. Be now, I might steal this one because like the. My, my foam is all coming off. The, the top is ripped off because I've had it for six, no, probably like nine years or something like that. So, not a great microphone, though. I wonder if you go back and they're still using the Michael Jackson line. Like, if you go back, like, oh, I need a mic. Like, oh, you yeah. this one. <laughs> if they decided to go with a different artist. Yeah, you know, Sheryl Crow used this. Yeah. Well, now everybody's using Oh, now all your favorite podcasters are using <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This is the mic CHGO is using these mics. CHGO is using these mics. Yeah. They got a, a USB like version that. of this now, too. Like, man, they're going all out. That's how far Michael Jackson's popularity has fallen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now the CHGO Cubs podcast is using it. Trending up, baby. And I was trying to tell Danny, this this building that we're doing the CHGO Cubs podcast in and all our CHGO podcasts has a musical history because Ludacris filmed a music video in this building. See, and this was like his office for a while. I don't know if I ever heard that. But yeah. That's, yeah. The leather know. couch that I almost fall asleep on in about the seventh <laughs> inning every day. When it's 19 a. That was That was here when we got here and apparently is in the ludicrous video. I don't oh, know man. what it is. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't sit on that too much. It's got to pull out. It's got to pull out bed. It's got to pull out bed. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, oh, man. Doug says you may not all understand it, but these mics are really spendy. Yes. That's what we've been told. Yeah. Um, Sources say. Hey, did you see Sportico says that the Cubs' worth as a franchise has gone up? They're now worth $4.69 billion, according to Sportico, nice. fourth most expensive <laughs> franchise. Nice. Revenue up $60 million from 21 to 22. And the amazing part about that, though, is attendance was lower than it has been since, what, what was it, like 90? 98. 98? Yeah. yeah. So even with, people always say during the teardowns, don't go to the ballpark because it's going to lead to them them finding out that this is serious. Well, people didn't go to the ballpark last year, and they made $60 million more than they did the year before. It's wild. Huh. Beer was higher. <laughs> beer they was raised, a lot higher. They raised like the beer $14. prices. There's a $50,000 cup snakes that I'm chopping down out there. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's true. I mean, and, and yeah, 15 bucks for, mm. for like a Budweiser, you know, it's yeah. like, it, you know, with the tip and the tax and everything. So I think that's where some of that's coming from. The you food, know food, obviously. Yeah, the premium. They still mm-hmm. get the premium tickets. You know, with mm-hmm. the the clubs and things. And so you don't. That. You don't. Obviously, you don't like the wave, but you don't like the cup snake based on. You know what? I'm 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 a cup snake agnostic. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's like you know, do I want dip spit all dripping on me and stuff? No, like, mm-hmm. it, do I participate in them? No, I well I do because I chop them. <laughs> you, know? hey, you can stack them, I can whack them. That's what I say. <laughs> the the uh, but it's like it's you know it, it does interfere with 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 people's enjoyment of the game. You're in a blowout. You know, who cares? It's ten to two. It's the eighth. Like make your stupid snake. But if it's like two to one and it's like this tight moment in the game, like mm-hmm. what are you there to do, really? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, then I don't want somebody's backwash or spit, like you said, dripping yeah. down on me. Well, that's one of the things is like when Luke's falling asleep on the couch in the summer because it's like a blowout. Then it makes yeah, like it makes sense yeah. to do a cup snake because you're you got need but something I'm gonna do to do here. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the game, kinda the game's I'm, over. <laughs> that's kind of how I've always felt about it. when people ask me about. It, I'm 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 very like. Uh, well, the pro of it is it you don't see it at any other ballpark in baseball, really. And, um, you know, it, it brings fans together, uh, considering. But also, like, I've ran into way too many drunk people. Like, they're clearly just there being drunk and not watching the game. And, like, they can get a little uh, annoying. Well, and, it starts and, fights. And, yeah. Is because it, they're building it and some guy doesn't want it by mm-hmm. him. And all of a sudden he's getting spilled on his nice mm-hmm. new jacket or something. Right. You know, people right. dressing. I just remember park. like a year or two ago, like when, when the Cubs finally let fans do it again. Because for a while they like banned it. Uh, but when they brought it back, um, there was a lot of discourse related to it on social media. And I don't know. I felt like the discourse was like people were fighting about the wrong thing related to it in my opinion but because to me it's like we'll let people just have their fun and it's just always been kind of a thing at Wrigley before they like got rid of it for whatever reason uh but also at the same time like be respectful don't be a dumbass so yeah uh, yeah I don't know I first of all the whole plastic cup thing bothers me because when I first started going to Cubs games the smell that made me remind myself that I was at Wrigley Field was some guy smoking a cigarette, like, two rows in front of me, and then the smell of onions coming up the stairs, right? (laughs) Cigarettes and onions were the smell of Cubs baseball for me, and the sound of Cubs baseball 
was throughout the game the popping of the paper cups. Yeah. You know, some kid that collected yeah. 35 paper cups and was just stomping them on one of the ramps over and over and over. And then I became that kid for a while. We used to have a guy, and you're mad that, at me for cutting it through traffic a little bit? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we, used to, we used to have a guy, um, and this was, this was, I lived in New York for many years, but at the old Shea Stadium, mm. um, there, there was a guy that you could go to, and they had paper cups still. This was like in the late 90s. And, and you'd get your paper cup, and you'd be like, just come on back. I'll fill it up for like three bucks or something like because so, they would just cow cups yeah, you know yeah. so that was our scam we'd go back over there you'd fill up our cup fill up our cup and we'd go back there and be dripping out the bottom of the paper cup this thing on his last legs we're <laughs> trying to drink it so yeah no yeah the, the plastic bothers me just from uh i mean that's a lot of plastic to be thrown away mm-hmm. well, the, there's the, no way yeah if you've ever watched them i've seen them clean up wrigley many times it's so disgusting by the end, any yeah. ballpark, by the end of the day, there's, they're not recycling the cups. No. They're not going through it and be like, well, let's find the plastic cup. It's all just getting shoved. That's why we it. should bring in our own booze and, and bring it out, you know? Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, they, they lose way too much money. Own Taco Bell before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can bring in your own food, though. A lot of people don't know that. It's an underrated thing that no one realizes. That's how my family did it. We brought a bag with peanut butter sandwiches, and mom had a thing of water. Like, we brought our own water. Yeah, and you can still do that as long as you don't take the the top off. Yeah, it has to be, like, unopened. Yeah, and it can't be booze. (laughs) That's the other part. Yeah, that's the main thing. All right, it was fun hanging with Danny Rocket. Uh, First of all, we want you to come back again because we had a great time. Anytime. Bleacher Bum Band opening day is going to be where? Output, Output Wrigleyville, just uh, just a couple blocks. Actually, just one block, really, mm-hmm. north of the, on Clark Street, right after the game. So come on over and, there. It's uh, free after the game. After the okay. game. Yeah. After the okay. game. And uh, the San Ranto podcast. Yeah, San Ranto show. We go uh, uh, usually Thursday nights. We, 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 do, we have a lot of uh, events throughout the year. So if you follow me on Twitter, I'll be talking about it and you hang out. With my merry band of pranksters. <laughs> You're uh, all welcome. <laughs> it was fun. We definitely want to do it again. Uh, hopefully when we have some of these events around Wrigley, we'll be able to have, see you there too. Yeah. yeah. Well, watch your Bleacher Bump Band come out and rock your event. You well, know? Now, we'll, now we'll, you're talking. We'll, okay. we'll tear down now the walls. Talking. We don't know where yet, but it is kind of around. It's, it's rumored that we might be remote live for opening day. Sources That's have right. Ooh. Sources have said. So pre-game, Wrigley, not post-game. So. so we could coexist perfectly in yeah, harmony. Exactly. And Barb says maybe we uh, bring sandwiches from the Yum Yum Donut Shop, which I think might be difficult. But <laughs> could be. <laughs> uh, all right. You going to play us out, by the way? Yeah, I'll sure. get us ready. Uh, thank you for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Make sure you download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Uh, Brendan and Corey have a podcast coming for you on Friday. We'll be back with more live podcasts, of course, 120 on Monday. And now we have a theme song. Thanks to our (laughs) friend, Danny Rocket. Podcast, streaming the afternoon. It's a podcast. Corey, Brendan, and Luke. Podcast, Cody really likes shoes. Beat writer, Ryan Herrera. Podcast. A show everyone loves. Podcast. <laughs>